You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Faith in Christ brings healing. Learn more about this truth in week two of our series, Beyond the Signs. Just to give you a brief background of the story, and this is important. Uh, remember last week, the first sign that Jesus did, the first miracle that He ever did. He did that in the uh, town of Cana. You remember? Now, Cana is part of a district, a bigger district, a city, Galilee, called Galilee, along with Nazareth, kusan po lumaki si Jesus, okay, where he grew up, where he worked, okay, and Capernaum. And later I'll tell you why this is important. So this is the place where Jesus grew up. So imagine that. Cana, along with the other towns, Nazareth, Capernaum, this is also where Jesus' uh, ministry, some, if not most of his ministry, happened. Dito sa area ito. Now, the problem with that is, since he grew up in this district of Galilee, people knew him already. They were familiar with him. Imagine that. They saw Jesus grow up. Maybe some of them employer in Jesus because he was a carpenter. They were very familiar of Jesus. But at the same time, when Jesus started doing ministry, his name became popular. As a prophet, as a rabbi, as a teacher, as a faith healer, as a miracle worker, sumikat po siya. And the Galileans, the town of Galilee, were proud of this. Wow, si Jesus, healer, wow, galing ito. It's kind of like us. Okay, not naman generalizing or stereotyping anyone, but diba pag may Filipino pride tayo, but once we hear na, Uy, si ganyan Pinoy! Wow, si ganyan! One-half Pinoy! One-fourth Pinoy! One-sixteenth Pinoy! Parang tayo, Oh, Pinoy, Pinoy! So we're so excited about We're so happy about it. This is what's happening here. Jesus was from Galilee, and the people of Galilee were very proud of Him. Wow, si Jesus, He lives here. Oh, kilala ko yan eh. Yung, faith, yung healer na yan, prophet, I know Him. Close kami, oh, ganito. So they were... Believing Jesus' signs and miracles and wonders. But here's the thing. Even though they acknowledge that Jesus is a prophet, a healer, they really did not believe who Jesus claimed He is. What am I saying? Oh, Jesus, healer! Wow, prophet! Galing yan! Son of God? Messiah? Um, I don't think so. Kilala ko tatay mo eh. I know your mom. Kapitbahay ka namin eh. And that's the background of where Jesus was ministering to. So imagine this, Galilee, a place, okay? They basically have what we call a sign-driven faith. They were there because they saw Jesus' signs and wonders. So Jesus started ministering because that's what God called him to do. And he went to other parts of Israel, in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria. And then he went back to Galilee, a place that is... Just sign-driven people. Okay, yung faith nila, it's all sign-driven. They believe that He healed people, but really didn't believe who He say He is. Yeah, oh, nagpapagaling ka. Yeah, prophet ka. Yeah, you're great. God, uh, I don't know your, I don't think you're God. Eh, I know you eh. That's the background of what's happening right now. Now, let's read right now the scripture in John 4, verse 46. It says here, So he came again, Jesus came again to Cana in Galilee, where he had made the water wine. Yan yung last week natin. And at Capernaum, part of Galilee, there was an official whose son was ill. Now, some scholars say that this official is not a Jew. So, Gentile siya. 
and is also connected to a very scary, tyrant, evil uh, leader called Herod. Now, regardless of whoever he is, my point here is this. He has a position. He's influential. He is important, quote-unquote. Now, look at this. This is a setup for the whole preaching, for the whole message. His son was ill. May sakit. Now, I'm sure he tried everything. Being in a man in a, of a, well, with a position, he tried uh, the regular things, you, you connections. I know this peop, a person, I know this doctor, I'm rich, I have, have all this money. But there was something different right now. Sabi sa next verse, verse 47, When this man heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, he went to him and asked him to come, to come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. By this time, Jesus' reputation spread already. You got to understand that during the Bible times, biblical times, wala pa pong Facebook, walang cell phone, walang text, walang TV. They wouldn't know that Jesus was healing unless it's being uh, delivered by word of mouth. So by this time, for the official to know that Jesus was heal- healing, Jesus was already doing signs and wonders for some time. Now look at this. The official tried everything. Now he heard that this healer from his district, Galilee, is back in his hometown. So what did he do? And sino po dito sa inyo, parents? Parents? Isn't it true that we w- we're going to do everything we can for our child? Right? Gagawin natin lahat para sa anak natin. And that's what he did here. He went to him. From Capernaum to Cana, Capernaum is actually, some scholars say, one of the lowest point in Israel, Geographically speaking, para siyang bowl. Nandito sa babayo Capernaum, along the uh, Sea of Galilee, and then nasa bandang taas si Cana. So for the parent to go to Cana, he has to make an effort. He has to go up, climb. Parang pumuntang bagyo at wala po siyang sasakyan. From Capernaum to Cana would take one day, tuloy-tuloy, of journey. What are we seeing here? And not only that, the official doesn't know who Jesus is. His concept of who Jesus is was based from the people around him. Oh, it, ito, may narinig ako yung, you know, you know that, right? Yung mga pag may nagbibenta, testimony, ganun. Oh, may kilala ako, ganito nangyari. That's what he heard. Oh, this Jesus, he was healing. He's, a pro- He's from Galilee. He's from, he grew up from Nazareth. He healed, he healed. So his concept of Jesus were all second-hand accounts. Naririnig niya lang. He has no idea of who really Jesus is. He's not really sure if he's the Messiah. He's not sure if he's God. All he knows is that this Jesus is a healer. So what does he do? Because he's a parent who really loves his child. He went there and what does it show? His desperation. He was desperate to go to Jesus from Capernaum to Cana. He doesn't know who Jesus was. God, Messiah, I don't know who He is. What I do know is this. I tried everything, and He is the only one who could heal my son. He was desperate. So remember that. The people of Galilee, they were all sign-driven faith. They believed Jesus because they saw the signs and wonders, but they didn't really believe who Jesus say He is. The official right now has what we call a solution-driven faith. What do I mean by this? He just goes to Jesus because he knows that Jesus is the solution to his problem. Isn't it true that that's how we treat God sometimes? We approach God 
Not because we really believe who He is, who He is, but because He is the solution to our problem. When I was studying for my board exam, I have classmates, okay, who really, yung faith nila biglang tumataas pag malapit yung board exam eh. Lord, you're the answer, mag-alay kaming itlog, okay? So, they're willing to like show their faith to God, but actually they were after God for the solution. Because, sana matulungan ako ni God, para sigurado, just to be sure. So the people around, imagine this, Jesus going to this town, meeting the official in front of him, and everyone around him were either sign-driven or solution-driven people. They were looking to him for the signs and the solution. And Jesus challenges straight up those beliefs. And this is the main verse for this message. It says here, verse 48, So Jesus said to him, Unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. This is an offensive verse. Why? If you're a parent, imagine that like effort ka. You were desperate. You tried. Okay, you, you traveled. Pagod na pagod ka. And then you saw Jesus. Oh, so kasakit ako siya. I'm an official. I'm important. Okay, come to Jesus. Jesus, my son's sick. Can you come down? Heal me. And then Jesus say, says this. You won't believe unless you see signs. Will you never believe? It's offensive. In fact, the other translation NLT is even more ex- uh, offensive. Imagine Jesus telling that to us right now. Pray, pray ka sa akin. Hihingi ka ng answer sa prayer mo. Pero pag hindi ko sinagot, magtatampo, magtatampo ka. In short, hindi ka talaga naniwala sa akin. You're praying for me. And then if I give the answer to your prayers, kinalimutan mo na ako. In short, hindi ka talaga naniwala sa akin. Praying for promotion, na-promote ka, kinalimutan mo na si God, di ka na nagpa-disciple, di ka na matay ng church. So in short, hindi mo talaga ako pinaniniwalaan. Pray ka ng love life, sinagot ko, nagkaroon ka ng love life, yung pala, tinangay ka, palayo sa akin. In short, hindi ka talaga naniwala sa akin. And Jesus was saying, you're coming to me for the sign and the solution, but you never really believed me. Imagine that. Lord, aren't you a bit insensitive? Lord, aren't you a bit, that's offensive, ah? This person needs healing. Okay, yung sanya, aren't, isn't Jesus supposed to be empathetic, kind, tender? Oh, ka naman. You know what? Jesus offends you. He should. Yes, He's kind, He's compassionate. But at the same time, He is Lord. It's offensive. Grabe, no? Why? Again, they were all solution-driven. Sign-driven. That is the driving force of their faith. And Jesus was addressing them straight on. Addressing the official and the people around them. (laughs) You're misunderstanding everything that I'm saying. All the signs, the healing, the miracles, all the blessing, all the answered prayers, they're all signs. And like every other sign, it doesn't, it points to something else. Who among you here, you've been to Baguio? Baguio. Puta na po kayo. Sa pumunta ngayon, no? Biglang uminit. <laughs> okay? So imagine, you're driving your car to NLEX and you see the sign going to Baguio. None of us here stops our car tas pinapart natin sa shoulder lane and then we say, Whoo, nadito na tayo sa Baguio! Lameg! Mainit pala dito, mausok. <laughs> now it looks green, ha? None of us do that, Right? But when it comes to Jesus' signs and wonders, that's exactly what we do. 
Wow, this is the sign. Water into wine. Wow, He answered my prayer. Wow, He gave me the solution. Wow, I'm staying here. We forget that the solution points to Jesus. The answer points to Jesus. The healing, the miracles, it points to Jesus. What do we do? We park our cars and say, Bagyo! Woo! Dami sasakyan! Pantay pala to! Okay. We miss the point. They were missing the point. One of the hindrances for our faith sometimes are the blessings, the signs, the wonders. Why? It makes us forget who is this pointing to? We're so happy with here. Okay na. Are we after the signs or the savior? Do we love the miracles or the Messiah? Let me ask you this question. Do we need Jesus as our immediate short-term, short-term solution? Or do we actually live because we know that He is our eternal salvation? Do we come to Him because He is our answered prayer? Our immediate short-term answer? Or do we come to Him because, wow, Lord, I'm living because You are my eternal salvation? And I know some, this message already makes us feel bad, right? <laughs> Let me just say that all of us here, at one point in our lives, that's where we started our Christian faith, right? We came to God because we have a concern and an issue. Solution-driven faith. Uh, solution-driven faith. We come to God because we see how God changed the people around us. Sign-driven faith. And you know what? The good news is God accepts you where you are in your faith. Oh, solution-driven faith? Oh, okay lang yan. Lika dito. Sign-driven faith meron ka? Okay lang yan. Halika dito. The good news is, you can come to God as you are. Even though you have small, very tiny faith, you could come to God as you are. But, be prepared for God to answer your prayers. What do I mean? God, I need provision. Uh, Lord, save me with my, my, my crisis in my business. God will answer you. But sometimes not with the answer that you want to hear. Ah, yes, you need salvation. Pero hindi muna yung issue mo sa business. Puso mo muna. Why? Because Jesus wants us, Jesus challenges us to level up our faith to the next level. It's like my child right now is learning to walk. I can't expect him to start walking because he's just, you know, seven, eight months. So it starts with like he's standing up, making a small step, and then he falls. And it's okay. That's how God sees it. Okay, sign-driven faith, it's okay, it's okay. Solution-driven faith, it's okay. But somewhere there, we need to cross the line and actually say, Lord, I'm trusting you. And that's what God's doing here. Sign-driven faith, solution-driven faith, I'm accepting you, but you need to make a decision because somewhere in our faith, somewhere in our relationship with God, somewhere, somewhere in our walk with God, God's going to challenge us and say, Yes, I'm accepting you, but there, you have to realize I'm Lord. Will you cross from there to here? Will you trust me even though there's no solution and there's no sign? Will you be after me as the Savior and the Messiah? Again, God accepts us. At the same time, God challenges us and stretches us. Jesus was testing this official. Remember, He is important. He could have said to Jesus, Jesus, don't you know who I am? I'm like the official in Capernaum. And sometimes that's how we pray to God. Lord, Jesus, don't you know who I am? I'm a victim. 
victory group leader. I'm a volunteer. I give so much. I'm good. And we bring our accomplishments before Jesus. Jesus was testing the official. And look at what the official did. How he responded. So amazing. Verse 49, it says here, the official said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. The original Greek word, the original Greek sentence here has more emotions. In essence, ang sinasabi ng official is, Lord, I, I, I don't know. I can't make sense as of the moment who you are. I don't know if you're the Messiah or you're God or you're just a pro- I don't know. What I do know is this. Lord, I need you. My son is dying. Sir, Lord, come down before my child dies. He was voicing out his desperation. He was voicing out his pain. And for those people who are already Christians, isn't it true that's where we grew in our faith. When there's problems, we're voicing out our desperation to God. Lord, I don't know. I don't understand. I just know that I need you. And then we're growing and growing because that's what God wants us to have. God wants us to bring us to the next level of our faith. Jesus was telling this man, sign-driven faith, solution-driven faith, it's okay. But I'm asking you, take the next step, next level of your faith. If you are a Christian already here, and we, you, you know you have a relationship with God, this message challenges us to grow more in love with Him. If Maybe some of us here, you know you're a Christian, but still, you're into sign-driven, solution-driven faith. God is telling you, no, 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 focus on me. If you're here, you're not yet saved, you know you, have, you don't have a relationship with Jesus, God's telling you, you need me in your life as your Savior. Imagine, nakaka-excite, no? Yung build-up ng story. How will Jesus respond? Jesus said to him, Go, your son will live. Go, your son will live. This verse alone is so packed. It shows Jesus and his grace and mercy, and at the same time, his power and authority. What do I mean with grace and mercy? Remember, this official doesn't even know if he believes Jesus. He doesn't even have, he's not a Christian yet. He's, he doesn't even believe, he's not a disciple. But here, Jesus is saying, you don't believe in me yet? You don't even trust me yet? But I'm going to bless you with a gift. I'm going to heal your son. That's how God is. A God of grace and mercy. Even though we don't deserve it. Even though we don't deserve anything. God blesses us. That's the reason why sometimes people who doesn't even believe in God gets their prayers answered. Why? Because God is gracious, merciful, blessing us with undeserving things in our lives. And that's how you and I got saved. Remember Romans 5.8, But God shows His love for us in this demonstrated His love for us in this. While we were still sinners, undeserving people, filthy rags, Christ died for us. God pouring the best gift to people who are 
not deserving. Why? Because God is gracious and merciful. This official doesn't even believe he is a God yet. But God says, Jesus say, I will heal your son. And at the same time, it shows Jesus' power and authority. What do I mean? The background kasi is this. If you want someone to be healed, as the healer or the prophet, you need to go to that person physically and lay your hands on him. The way Elijah and the other prophets did it. Kailangan may physical contact. Now here was Jesus saying, I'm stronger, more powerful than any of them. I won't even move. I'll just say, go, and your son will live. Who has that power to say, na mabubuhay ka? Except the author of life himself. God Almighty. Coming down here on earth saying, I rule this place and I'll say, your son will live. Amazing. God was really testing him. In fact, God was answering his prayers not in the typical way, the boxed way of how God answers prayers. And sometimes we pray prayers to God. And God saying, hindi mo mababox kung paano ko gagalaw. I don't even have to go there. You're expecting me to go there? I won't go there. I'm just going to say, your son will live. Amazing. Now, kung nagpapasahan sila ng bola, oh Jesus, may problema ako. Ah, kayo talaga, hindi naniniwala. Ah, Lord, your son may live. Now, Jesus goes, throws the ball back to the official. He is in the middle of a very powerful, very crucial decision. Remember the background? Sign-driven faith, solution-driven faith. Sabi lang ni Jesus, He just said the word, your son will live. Imagine if you're the official. You're not coming down with me. No, 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 no. your son will live. Lord, wala bang kahit sign lang? Isn't there a sign that would make me really know that you really answered my prayer? Lord, if it rains, tapos maaraw, I know you're answering my prayer. Lord, if I walk, may nakita kong why? It's a yes, it's a yes. Lord, pag una lumabas sa pinto, ang kulay ng suot niya, yellow. Yun yun, Lord, yun yun. He doesn't have, a, he's like thinking, mm, should I ask God for a sign? Eh, yun na nga yung issue dito eh. If he ask God for a sign, it shows that he really didn't believe him. On the other hand, if he didn't ask for a sign, he just went on, he's not really sure. Crucial, ganda, no? So he was like, mm. and this is how he responded. Look at this. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and went on his way. He just believed the word. Now let me ask you this question. What will change in your life and in my life if we really believe the word that Jesus spoke to us and went on our way? If we really believe what the Word of God say, says in our lives. What will change in the way we live our lives? If we really believe that Jesus said to us, go and make disciples. And if we really believe that, what would change in the way we do our lives? If we really believe that the Bible say, says, honor your father and mother, because this is the first command with our blessing, what would change in your life? 
If you really believe that the Bible says, love your spouse as Christ loved the church, love your wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for him, or submit to your husband as the church submits to Christ, what would change in our relationships? What would change if we really believe that Jesus said, or God said through his word, flee from sexual immorality? Ano magbabago sa buhay natin, sa mga messages natin sa messenger, sa mga posts natin sa Facebook? If you really believe what Jesus said, God said to us, what would change in the way we live? As for the official, he just believed God with his word. And he went on his way. Imagine the feeling. Hindi niya alam kung sinagot ni Lord yung prayer niya. In a culture that needs signs, this is hard for him. Again, it takes one whole day from Cana to Capernaum. So, no sinabi ni Lord, go, your son will live. He has to travel all the way back for a whole day. But this is what happened. I'm going to end with these verses. As he was going down, his servants met him. They met halfway. And told him that his son was recovering. Uy, okay ni anak mo. So he asked, them the R when he began to get better. And they said to him, Yesterday, uh, boss, kahapon, yesterday, about the seventh hour, which means 1 o'clock p.m. Ma 1 p.m. Ma 1 p.m. po siya gumaling. The fever left him. And the official thought, the father knew that that was the same R that Jesus had said to him, Go, your son will live. 1 o'clock sila nag-usap daw. And he himself believed and all his Household. Next verse. This was now the second sign that Jesus did when he had come from Judea to Galilee. What does this mean? From this point on, he crossed the sign driven, solution driven faith, and now he came here to a genuine saving faith. This time he knew, wow, yung Jesus na yun pala. He isn't just a teacher or a prophet. I know right now that He is the Messiah, the Son of the living God, the author of our life. The people around Him saw the change in Him. The people around the officials saw not just the desperation, but the change this time. That this time, He wasn't just chasing signs and solutions. He was following the Savior. A genuine change. What will happen if the people around you, family members natin, office mates natin, classmates natin, would see not the desperation of our hearts, lahat naman tayo may pinagdadaanan, but they see, wow, this guy, this girl, is going through something, but he's not just asking for an answered prayer. He is asking for a person to be with him in that situation and guide him or her through his or her trials and challenges. Are we living with Jesus as our short-term solution or because we live because He is our eternal salvation? Who among you here you want your family members to be saved? That's my prayer too as well. How do we do this? We trust God. Lord! Lord! I pray that they would see not me and my faith with signs and wonders and all, but they would see in me that you are my Lord and my God. Can we bow down our heads and pray? Father, thank you for today. You are the Lord, author of our lives, God, Messiah, Savior. I pray, Father, for everyone who's here. Thank you, Lord.
It's not an accident that you heard this message. God wants you to cross to the next level of your faith. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.